Manx Radio Sport. Very good evening and welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio on this snowy, wintry day on the Isle of Man. I'm Rob Pritchard with you until 6.30. Hope you've been able to brave the cold and have a pleasant Friday. Coming up tonight... The quarterfinals of the ECAP FA Cup are scheduled to take centre stage in Manx football tomorrow, whilst there's a selection of league fixtures also penned in for Saturday. In rugby, the final games of the season beckon for Douglas and Vagabonds respectively in the UK competitions, whilst we take a look at the latest Manx trophy fixtures in domestic competition. And some pivotal ties are on the agenda in Manx hockey this weekend as we enter the final few games of the campaign. That is all to come this evening. Just before we get things underway tonight, uh, if you're just tuning in to Manx Radio, very good evening to you. And just a bit of a reminder of some of the uh, travel and weather updates that we have so far. We'll start off with uh, travel. So just to remind people that the current closures on the Mountain Road, Faulty Wheel Road, Bennypot Road and the A3 from Ramsey to Castletown Road, the closures on those have all been extended until midday tomorrow. So midday tomorrow, the 10th of March. Uh, the Department of Infrastructure has confirmed the situation will be reassessed at that point. And uh, it is worth noting the closure on the Mountain Road does not include the route from Hillbury and the Craigna Bar remains accessible from Douglas and Onken. And in terms of the weather, just a reminder for uh, anyone this evening that an amber weather warning is now in force for ice and frost. Uh, the areas most likely to be affected are hills for the whole period, but all island this evening and tonight. And that notice is in place until 10am tomorrow morning. So an amber weather warning for ice and frost in place across the island until 10am tomorrow morning. So so please only travel if it is absolutely essential. And if you do have to travel, please travel safely. OK, let's take a look at the uh, sporting action that, well, we have scheduled for this weekend. But I think it's worth putting a caveat on everything that with the wintry conditions we've had that uh, all the schedules that you'll hear from tonight are subject to change, potentially at short notice. But we will start off with football. And he's brave the weather he's made it up to broadcasting house as ever. Soldiering on as always, Tony Meppham, good evening. <laughs> Yeah, a bit of a surprise, isn't it, Rob, to what we had uh, last week, to what we've got uh, today. But hopefully um, tonight's kind to us and uh, tomorrow morning's kind to us so we can get some football games on. But there's a lot of uncertainty and we'll try and bring the news to you as quick as uh, the decisions have been made. And in terms of the processes just before we get into things, um, naturally there will be uh, pitch inspections taking place tomorrow morning. So what's the procedure around the, the weather that we've currently been having? Yeah, I think the key point uh, is the, the travel details that we get from the police. If the police are highly recommending not to travel, then we look at that one very seriously indeed. But uh, pitch-wise, I'm just looking um, sort of station around the island. Uh, Foxdales was under snow not too long ago. Peels was, Bala Fletcher was. Um, so it's all round a little bit. Ramsey seems to have been the one that hasn't had as much snow. Uh, but we'll make that decision. We're going to try and make it as early as we can, 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, if any sort of clubs do have concerns, by all means, just send me a text tonight and um, we'll have a little look at it. But uh, it's all down to the freeze tonight and obviously what temperatures come in in the morning to try and thaw the pitch is ready for 2 o'clock, 2.30 kickoff. Very well, those inspections to come. So fingers crossed we can get some games on. Well, let's take a look at the fixtures that we do have penned in for Saturday. We'll start off with what's taking centre stage, the quarterfinals of the ECAP FA Cup. Just eight teams left and only one team from Division 2 is still in that. We'll come to that in a moment. We'll start off with the first tie we've got on the list here and this could be an absolute cracker if it goes ahead. Russian United, they're going to be at home to Corinthians. Well, you're right, Rob. And uh, when you look at uh, Russian, I think the current form that they were in up until seven days ago, I uh, just thought to 
myself they're going to take some uh, beating. But uh, Corinthians did beat Braddon and uh, four goals to nil. They've got one or two sort of players back from injury. Uh, so it makes them a little bit stronger, makes Ben Coulter's job a little bit easier. Uh, but Roshan, I don't know what happened last week. They were 2 0 up and then to get beat 6 uh, 3 by Laxey. Nothing against uh, Laxey because they're a good team. Uh, but uh, for whatever reason, defensively, for once, uh, Russian just uh, slipped up and uh, they can't afford to do that tomorrow because uh, no Corinthians got a good forward line. They've got Josh Ridings in there. They've got Jay Chatwood as well. And uh, I would think there's a good chance of Joe Middleton being included in that squad. And you've got to remember Luke Murray's back in the squad for Corinthians as well. So I've got to go, I think, just for Corinthians to win it. But don't be surprised if this doesn't go to extra time. Very well. Then we move out to the west of the island and uh, Colby, the last remaining Division 2 side in the competition. Well, they'll be hoping to uh, do a bit of a giant killing, but my word, do they have a stern test. They're going to be away at the current Premier League leaders, Peel. Well, they certainly do, and uh, the big plus for Peel is Lee Gales included in the squad, so uh, that's a nice player to uh, bring in. And uh, when you've got uh, other players looking around them, uh, you've got uh, sort of Matthew Woods, you've got uh, other good young players in there, Taylor Andrews, Scott Horn. Uh, you've got uh, Dawson in goal, so it's it's a good team, and that's why they're top of the league. But, uh, you know, Colby have done all right. Uh, they had a recent good scrap with uh, Castletown in the uh, GH Call-Up Woods Cup, and I'm pretty certain that, uh, you know, everyone will be looking to try and turn Peel over. But it's going to be so difficult, Rob, because Peel are in uh, banging form, scoring plenty of goals. And with uh, Lee Gale included in that uh, squad, then it's going to be very difficult. You have to go for Peel to win. And then another game out in the west of the island, uh, St John's United hosting St George's. Yeah, it's interesting this one because uh, when I looked at uh, St George's last week and the Peel faithful honestly thought that it was going to be a tough game for them. Now, when you look at it on chances... Uh, St George's uh, lived a charm life and I have to be honest with it and uh, Johnny Myers pulled off two or three really good saves in goal I don't know where they are with that number one position um, for the goalkeeper this week but uh, certainly Johnny will be hoping to have people like Sean Quay and uh, Chris Bass in there I uh, just thought you know right the way through that they battled hard but it was a real sort of difficult uh, game for them as were with uh, St John's they've showed it before they're a good side when they've sort of tick when they all click together I think um, maybe Sam Ingham might be included back in that squad Will Penhorick's been playing well no doubt about it the man scoring all the goals is Callum Taggart and that could be the difference I'm going to go for St John's to win very well then rounding off the ECAP FA Cup quarterfinals tomorrow Laxey they're going to be at home over at Glen Road against Douglas Royal yeah I'm going to go for Laxey in this one and the reason why I say that I just think that result last week Rob will give them massive uh, confidence because uh, the young players uh, Will Cowan 1 Ethan Hawley 2 uh, they started scoring goals on a regular basis. Will got two last week. Nathan got one. And when you look, Ethan, sorry, and when you look at uh, the rest of them around it, they're playing with a lot of confidence. And I just feel that that result and the performance that I watched against Uni Mills recently just wasn't them. Something was missing. Fair enough, Uni Mills are a very good side, but they just didn't defend well. They didn't attack well. Uh, but against the Douglas Royal side that do have their. Uh, sort of top players in there. We know who they are. Uh, McCarry Brennan's uh, one of them, but I just think uh, Laxey at the moment with that result last week will win it. Very well. So the ECAP FA Cup quarterfinals, all four of those games kicking off at 2pm. And then we do have a selection of league games kicking off at 2.30. We have one game in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. Yes, and that one is a massive game. When you look at uh, that table, it's uh, Moranu 11th against Douglas High School, Old Boys who are 13th. Old Boys have home advantage. And uh, from what I've been hearing, they've been playing well, even though they've got a slightly older squad. As we're with uh, Moran, they know they need some points in here. There's a five-point difference between them and Old Boys. So if they did get three here, then it puts them in the driving seat. I'm going to go for Moran. 
Very well, then we move on to DPS Limited Division 2. Five games there, including another meeting of second versus third. Yeah, it is. And let's look at the one at the top of uh, uh, the sheet first, and that's uh, Foxdale against Douglasson District. I think uh, Foxdale will win that one. Braddon against uh, Jim's. Uh, they had a, a game against each other recently, and I think, uh, if I remember rightly, Jim's won it. But I think uh, Brad will win this one. Castletown against Michael, that's the one you're looking at. Uh, first against third, and what a terrific uh, game that's going to be. And who would bet against Nathan Cardy? Or, you know, when you look at Michael, they've got their jewels in the crown to score goals as well. So I'm going to go for Castletown to win. Douglas Athletic against Ramsey Youth Centre, you've got to go for Ramsey Youth Centre. And Governor's Athletic against St Mary's, you've got to go for St Mary's take victory there. Very well. Then let's move into the combination division, starting off with Canada Life Combi won three games there tomorrow. Yeah, Ramsey against Peel. We keep saying that if there's going to be a slip up, um, you know, Peel are the only ones that can sort of match Russian. But you know, against Ramsey, I think Peel will win it. Uh, Onken against uh, Union Mills, going to be a close uh, affair. I'm going to go for uh, Onken just to win and air against uh, St John's. I've got confidence in St John's. I think they've looked really good in this combination one league uh, this year. John has to win. Very well, then. Rounding off the fixtures on Saturday, we have two games in DPS Limited, Combination 2. Yeah, and it's a big game at the top, isn't it? Uh, Malou against uh, St Mary's. Uh, St Mary's could do with winning this one, just gains a little bit of point advantage against them, and I'm going to go for St Mary's to win against Malou. And uh, Michael against uh, Jim's. I'm going to go for Michael to win that. Very well, those are your fixtures for Saturday. Let's move into Sunday. We've already mentioned uh, an FA Cup selection of games taking place on Saturday, but it's the same on Sunday because we have the first round of the Canada Life Women's FA Cup. Two games there on Sunday. Yeah, and I think um, you know the two big teams have been kept out of it, so uh, it's good to see. Uh, Malou against uh, Onken. I think uh, Onken will win that. And uh, Douglas Royal against uh, Castletown. Castletown still struggling to get that full team out, but they're still battling away. So you go with Douglas Royal to take victory there. Very well, and last but certainly not least on Sunday, we have two games in the Masters football. Yeah, and I think um, if my sums are right, I think uh, Colby can near enough wrap the league up uh, this weekend. So it's uh, Governors Athletic against Colby. That kicks off at 3.40 at the bowl. And uh, you've got Onken against Tool uh, Peel. You've got uh, two ten kickoff on this one. And I think uh, when you see this, two top sides in the Masters football, Onken against Peel. What a great game that's going to be. I'm going to go for Peel just to win that. Very well, those are your fixtures for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Tony, just finally, we touched on it a few minutes ago, but just in case people didn't hear it, uh, when roughly will a final decision be made on these games tomorrow? I would hope that we'll have the information out by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. We'll listen to what everybody says first. Certainly, uh, you know, the police, and then we'll make a decision at 10. So, yeah, listen out. Excellent. Well, Tony, thank you very much. As always, we're going to turn now to rugby, and it's now the business end of the season for the Manx sides competing in UK competitions. Douglas and Vagabonds are scheduled to face their final games this weekend on home soil in the Regional 2 Northwest and Counties 3 ADM Langs Cheshire League, respectively, uh, whilst domestic games in the Ravenscroft Manx Trophy are also pending to continue on Saturday. As ever, I caught up with Dave Christian to get his thoughts on the weekend's fixtures. Douglas play Furwood Waterloo in Regional 2 Northwest. Douglas third from bottom. They've got a nine point buffer on the other teams however the teams below them do have games in hand Wilmslow tomorrow is one of the two teams below Douglas they play Anselmians the champions elect that's not looking good for Wilmslow if Wilmslow don't pick up any points from that game they can't catch Douglas so 
that looks to be pretty much sorted. But the other side below Douglas is Broughton Park. They've got three games left to play. They need to pick up points and all of those to uh, overtake Douglas. So pressure a little bit on Douglas. Destiny is more or less in their own hands. If they can knock over forward Waterloo at Portasheet tomorrow afternoon, happy days. That, however, is a little bit more difficult than it's going to sound. Waterloo have won 13 out of their 19 fixtures. Douglas have won 5 out of their 20. 21 fixtures so things look a little bit more difficult for Douglas they're missing a few players they do have Kai Wood coming back into the squad but uh, word on the street yesterday at least was that Glenn Hussein-Owen might be coming out of retirement he's not likely to have been training all season with them either that said he's a good 6-4-8 and probably the thick end of 20 stone so he's a good man to have in a pack of forwards particularly if you're on soft ground and that could be the issue for Douglas tomorrow obviously we've got overnight frost coming who knows where that's going to end up. But as things stand, Douglas Furwood Waterloo kick off as a 1.30 at Portersheet. And uh, a Douglas win would be happy days for them. Furwood Waterloo aren't challenging at the top end of the table. So there's a chance they may just take their foot off the gas. But if Douglas are missing some of their regulars, then uh, it's likely that they're not going to be as strong as perhaps they otherwise would be. And uh, on paper, at least, you've got a fancy Waterloo for the win. In Counties 3 ADM, it is definitely bottom of the table stuff. Vagabonds haven't had a brilliant season. They're bottom of the table. Um, if they pick up a win against Berry tomorrow, they've got a chance of not finishing bottom. And with promotion and relegation in this particular league being determined by an end-of-season committee... There's an opportunity here that if Faggers get finished off the bottom, they might just hold stationing for a season. Since Christmas, uh, Franzi Commissions has come in as coach. They've recently acquired uh, Daniel Bomwick from Ramsey. Bomwick with 170-plus league appearances for Ramsey under his belt. Vastly experienced player and multi-positional as well. He can play just about anywhere in the back line and even in the back row of the pack if need be. So they've picked up a really useful player there in Bomwick. Him and Franzi seem to have turned the corner in terms of performance i've watched them a couple of times since christmas and uh, the performances are definitely on the up they've had an away win at port sunlight that's their only win so far of the season but with berry sitting in the doldrums a little bit they've got a great opportunity to pick up some points kickoff at the moment up at uh, bella fletcher is scheduled for 215 again there's a worry of the frozen pitch vagabonds have got a contingency plan in place the game will switch to ramsey's murick park if the pitch at bella fletcher doesn't recover in time for kickoff a decision on that's likely to be made sometime before lunchtime tomorrow that's going to be a late call and fair play to them on paper i fancy because vagabond's team is unchanged pretty much from last week apart from a little bit of a tinker in the forwards i fancy vagabonds have got a great chance of uh, pulling off a home win with their final game of the season whether or not that's enough that's in the lap of the gods and uh, we'll pick that one up when the season finishes finally domestically we've got a couple of games in the ravenscroft manx trophy the chatter behind the scenes in the week is that uh, player availability may be an issue i know there's a large contingent from ramsey gone down to twickenham for the uh, england france game and uh, that's going to cause pressure on the the domestic game at the moment is southern nomads whites are due to play ramsey's blues and western vikings at bellicilia park and in the other game it's the eastern barbarians at home that's a port she against ramsey's reds and Castletown. I suspect player numbers are going to mean that we're going to lose one of those games, but again, until that's confirmed by the clubs, I can't really say for sure, but uh, at the moment, those games are going ahead on paper uh, at 2.15 kickoff.
Manx Radio Sport. Dave Christian with that report there. And finally, tonight we turn to hockey and a number of pivotal league ties are scheduled to take place this weekend as we enter the final few games of the campaign. There are two top two clashes, one in the Men's Premier League and also in Ladies Division 1, making up part of another busy programme. I spoke to Ben Cunningham this week to find out what we have in store so far this weekend. We'll start with the Ladies Premier League. We have two games there and the first is the earlier pushback at 12.35, Castle Russian High School and it's Castletown B and they take on Vikings A. Yeah, this will be a, a really good game. Castletown B need to get something from this game to avoid being relegated. It's not quite decided yet, the relegation, but they definitely need to get points from this if they can. Vikings A, though, they did draw last week against Castletown A. So it'll be interesting to see whether the B team can match their A team. And the other game, the Ladies Premier League this weekend, five past two pushback at the NSC, and it's Backers A against Valkyrie A. Yeah, this one will be a close game, I think, as well. Backers A have had a really good season, but then Valkyrie have now started to find a bit of form after a really slow start to their season. It'd be a close one, but I think Backers A will just have it on the day. Then we move on to the Men's Premier League. There's three games there this weekend, two of those pushing back at 12.35. We'll start over at King Williams College, and it's uh, Castletown A against the league leaders, Backers A. I've got this down as game of the day in this league. First three second, Backers A had an absolute storming victory last week against Ramsey A and then Castown got the draw against Vikings A last week a nil-nil stalemate I think it'll be close but I think Backers A are going to be just too strong for them Backers A's attacking force at the minute is phenomenal and then we move on to the other game at 12.35 that's at the NSC and that's Backers B and they take on Vikings A yeah this will be a really tough game for Backers B Vikings A will definitely be out to get points back after last week's draw I think Backers B just won't have the strength as Vikings A will have on the day so I'm going to go for a Vikings A win there and rounding off the men's Premier League 5 past 2 out in the west at QE2 in Peel Valkyrie's A and they will host Ramsey A yeah this one will be a close game Ramsey have found a bit of form but then they had a nasty defeat last week to Backers A but then Valkyrie's have picked up their form as well this will be a close game but I think Valkyrie's will be too strong on the day for Ramsey A let's have a quick look through the other divisions taking place and uh, ladies division one we have three games this weekend and the first game in this league is Ramsey A against Vikings B and that's at 205 at Ramsey Grammar School I'm going to go for a Ramsey A win there 335 at KWC we've got a derby between Backers B and Backers C and you'd have to say the backers B will be favourites for that one. And then the final game in this league, which is another game of the day I've got marked down, is first fee second in this league. And this is Harlequins A, who are first against Valkyries B, who are second. One point is between these two teams. So this game has a lot riding on it. And that's at 3.30 at the NSC. Then into men's division one. And there are two games there. And the first game in this league is at 12.35 at Ramsey Grammar School. Sees Vikings C against the league leaders Harlequins A, who are absolutely flying at the minute. And they're in really good form at the minute. Undefeated as well in this league still at the minute. I think it'll be a tough ask for Vikings C to get one over Harlequins A. And then the other game is Harlequins B against Valkyries B. Harlequins B still looking for points to avoid being relegated, but I think Valkyries B will be too strong on the day. And that's at 2.05 at KWC. Let's look down to Ladies Division 2 then, and there are three games there tomorrow. And the first game is at 11.05, and this sees Castletown D against Vikings C at 11.05 at Castle Russian High School. I'm going to go for a Castletown D win there. Second game is Valkyries C against Ramsey B. This is at 12.35 at QE2. I'm going to go for a Ramsey B win there. 
And then the final game in this league is Harlequins B against Castletown C, 335 at Castle Russian High School. And you just have to say, Castletown C will just get that one on the day. Castletown D, a newly formed team this year and top of the league. What's been the secret to the success so far? It's it's interesting because the C team are only just a point behind. But when they met in the league, the C and the D, they drew one all. So I think they've pretty much, Castletown have got them two teams really evenly matched. And just the D team have had better fortune really than uh, the C team have. Rounding off the senior leagues this weekend, men's division two, we've got two games there tomorrow. And the first game in this league is Backus C against Castown C, and that's at 205 at Castle Russian High School. Gonna go for a Castown C win there just. The final game is Ramsey B against Backus Colts, 335 at Ramsey Grammar School. And I'm going to go for a Ramsey B win there. Last but certainly not least, as ever, the mixed under-15s league. We have three games there on Saturday. And the first game in this league sees Ramsey Rogues and Rascals against Castletown Sharks at 11.05 at QE2. Castletown Savers against Backers at 11.05 at the NSC. And then the final game is Vikings against Valkyries, 3.35 at QE2. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend. And just a reminder with that amber weather warning for ice and frost, if your travel is essential and you do have to go out, please do travel safely across the island. That's all for now. So until next time, goodbye. The Nation Station, Manx Radio.